0: Cannes Confidential just completed its six episode first season on Acorn TV. The international series stars French leads Lucy Lucas, Tamara Marth, or Shime, and British actor Jamie Bamber. The action, romance, crime drama was delayed by COVID, shot last year, has the approval of the mayor of Cannes, and was directed by the dude who directed Paul Walker's last movie. On this podcast, we like to discuss the most recent installments of a different series. Every show, the last two episodes of Can's Confidential drop Monday, July 10th. If you're here to hear about them, you're in the right place. Welcome to today's episode. Everyone knows about Cannes, a resort town in the French Riviera, for its famed International Film Festival, which actually has its origins stemming back to World War II. But we're not going to get into that. Um, it's basically, if if the Oscars are too mainstream for you, too cliche, too Hollywood for you, well, that's what San- Sundance and Cannes are for, all those uh, indie film festivals, right? You even attended one in Phoenix, right, last yeah, year? Yeah, Phoenix Film Festival. Mm-hmm. And so, do you know what the highest prize for the best film at Cannes is? Uh, is, it, is it money? I it's assume? the prestigious Palm Door Award. Yeah, no, that's right, of course. The yeah, golden yeah, yeah. palm, as it were. It's a trophy that's 118 grams of Fairmind certified 18 karat gold handcrafted by artisans, costs over $30,000 to make, and it's just a little <laughs> tree branch. If you've ever seen it, it's just a that's, tiny little tree branch. That's
1: very funny because whenever you see a trailer that says Palme d'Or winner, they always like make sure to make it a big deal. It's it rem- like in the center of the screen, and it's always a big uh, like emblem almost. Yeah.
0: and whenever you watch the Olympics or you watch the Super Bowl, they always have a segment that talks about the creation of the trophies that they use. <laughs> in fact, I have a game for us. It's over the last few years, the movies that have come out that have won the award. I want to see if you can tell just based off the plot, which one is uh not a real movie okay okay oh, okay, okay. i have got th- i got four of them here and uh, three of them are true and one of them is not and you're not going to say the names of them it's just going to be a plot right i do have the names of them in the year that they came out but i'll decide whether or not to actually add them uh, at the end of each okay. description okay so the first one is this a man notices his family is beginning to transform into inanimate objects but no one is willing to address it sending him into a mental breakdown Okay. Okay. And that was a French film called, I'll tell you, The Paper Basket. It came out in 2022. Okay. All right. Uh, The next one is a woman serial killer who disguises herself as a boy, has sex with cars, and then gives birth to a truck. No, that sounds 100% true. Okay. It was called Titan, and it came out in 2021. Yes. No, I remember hearing about that. Oh, you remember hearing about that? Uh, The next one is a poor family infiltrates a rich person's household only to find out another poor family is already living in the basement. That's just parasite, right? It is parasite from 2019. Yeah. <laughs> Did it win cans, though? That's the question. Uh, a woman who is accused of murdering her husband after he dies in a mysterious manner. The only witness is her blind son. The only witness is her blind son. Yes. Uh, it's called Anatomy of Fall, and it came out in 2023. Since.
1: All of the other ones are kind of dark. The last three are dark, and it seems like those would maybe be the winners. I will go with the first one. The first first one is about a guy who goes into a mental
0: breakdown because his family is turning into inanimate objects. Yes, I'm going to say that's a... Paper uh, basket? Yeah. That's absolutely fake. You got it. Let's do a little transition over to this show, which is called Can's Confidential. Have you heard of someone named Robert L. Johnson? No. Okay. So, really? Okay. He's the first African-American billionaire. Uh, He is one of 10 kids. He also founded the BET Network in like the 1980s, sold it to Viacom in 2001, made a killing. Um, That was the first cable television network aimed at African-Americans. And uh, he's got some weird political views. But aside from that, he also has this thing called RLJ Entertainment. And uh, RLJ Entertainment is important because it is owned by the subsidiary of AMC Network, right? Mm -hmm. And AMC and RLJ in conjunction have bought out Acorn. So that's how we get Acorn, ah, and okay. that is what this series was presented on, correct? Yes. Okay. So this is about Lieutenant Camille Delmas and policewoman Leah Robert as they receive help with certain investigations from an enigmatic British gentleman burglar, uh, uh, Harry or Henry? Harry. Okay. Uh, with an, a mysterious past. Right, because
1: the, the, we see a flashback up, and also it didn't seem like he was a cop whenever they were investigating the
0: crime. Yeah, you it, I think anybody who's watched the first four episodes would know that. But episode five and six are called Southern Gothic and Love and Let Die. And this project was shot in English, dubbed in French by the same actors. And, uh, and yeah, tell me what you thought of it. It's not Age of the Living Dead, and it's not Velma, but Is It
1: Close? This show was terrible. Okay. Whether it's Camille or Leia, their accents are so heavy and they're like the main characters. It's indecipherable what they're saying
0: like half the time. Thank God I had subtitles so I understood what was going on. So Luc- Lucy Lucas and Tamara Marth or Shime Shime is actually a famous, famous uh, singer in, in France. And uh, Lucy Lucas is a very famous actress who's been on a show called Clem for like 13 seasons. However... I don't think that their english is particularly like um I they, they even said they're not bilingual
1: yeah so, so this so watching this episode you could tell that like even when they were saying the dialogue first off the acting is not good the only actor that i thought was actually good in this it was probably my favorite character and they chalk him full of one-liners
0: is harry yeah uh-huh. i mean he's been in ba- battlestar galactica uh he was in counterpart he's been in a lot of english-speaking shows he's english originally but he also speaks french so yeah, aside
1: I, from him it seemed like every single character had a hard time just being able to say the english correctly Mm -hmm. and the only other pro i can give for this show is that some of the shots are nice in episode five there's like a big mansion and it looked like the uh, set design was pretty good for it
0: so just tell me right now what are you going to give it i like a three out of ten so these last last two episodes both have a three out of ten yes i mean like the thing is is that it started off
1: with uh in episode five a seance happening so I thought that these were going to be the main characters that we were following throughout the rest of the episode, but is it isn't. It, it's dealing with this family. I guess that their mother was a famous pianist who ended up dying and they wanted to see if they could talk to her because yeah. they thought that uh, she might be like kind of uh, being evil from the grave beyond, uh, kind of haunting the family. And then uh, it, it cuts to Pascal, who is one of the mom's sons running through the forest And then he ends up like, uh, we don't see who's chasing him, but he ends up dying. And then we cut to the intro. And I was just like, kind of. So it's
0: just something that they're presenting as the beginning twist. I was left in such a
1: state of confusion. But then right afterwards, we cut to Harry. He is having a dream. And it led to one of the most unintentionally funny scenes, I think, of 2023. Because he's having this dream. I guess it actually happened to him. Maybe it happened in the pilot where these people come out of the woods as he's playing with his daughter and his wife. His daughter was played by his actual daughter in real life. Okay, I mean, it doesn't really matter that much. They end up taking him away and then suddenly they shoot the wife out of nowhere mm-hmm. and then he wakes up from that like it was such
0: an awful dream. It, the way it was shot, it wasn't even just edited. A, it reminds me of The Punisher almost because it sounds like they, he had to watch his family die violently. It was not
1: nearly it was as just, dark
0: though. The yeah. thing is is that
1: whenever... Whenever you were seeing the dream it had this huge blue sepia overtone to it and it wasn't one of those fluid scenes though it wasn't one of the scenes where it just kind of plays out it did that weird kind of trippy thing where it's like it seems like frames are on it for too long yeah i it think it, he, this really character shiny. is
0: such a mysterious past guy and enigmatic guy that uh that they really wanted to just provide some backstory if you think about westworld they did the same thing with arnold where he was constantly thinking about his own son or you think about um in uh, stranger things where you had the Backstory to the sheriff there, but he didn't it's even, he always didn't even about have a lost m- relative. He
1: didn't even have that much of a backstory, and he's not that type of character. This is supposed to be the comic relief of the whole entire show, and they tried to start it off as if this thing was tragic, which was just shot so awfully. Anyways, when it comes to anything, whether it be the editing or the story, which can't even keep like a one track mind or genre that is trying to go with. At the beginning, it seemed like it was going with camp horror when it was doing that seance, scene. yeah, and then it suddenly went into this mystery where they need to figure out what exactly what's going on so they start interviewing the family when they realize that Pascal uh, it, it, someone tried to set up like it was a suicide but they actually ended up killing him and went the mystery route then
0: it went a weird Jason Bourne route where it completely there's a lot of action they, so remember what I said in the intro about how Paul Walker's last movie the same director Rick the, Mansion. Brick right? Manchin, they got that guy he's also worked on the Transporter Lockout Taken franchises as an <laughs> editor and director they, they specifically pulled him for that purpose but was the, the fact action that he, in yes. the
1: show it doesn't even Make sense they ditched the storyline they ditched the mystery storyline that they were focusing on for the first thirty minutes to do this weird other storyline that came out of nowhere apparently Camille's father is in jail for yes. a crime that he did not commit and I guess she's trying to prove place, him innocent. wrong time trying to prove him innocent, but what they were trying to do it didn't even seem like they had a valid reason for apparently Camille and Harry they are they need to act like there is a witness to the crime. I don't know why it didn't... It was never really to the corruption, explained the Because I show. think her,
0: her dad was arrested for some form of corruption yeah, in so the they, police
1: force. So they go to Leia, and they're like, we need you to act like you were a witness uh-huh. to this crime scene for whatever reason. They tried to give a reason. It didn't really make sense, and it didn't really matter in the end. Because all that happens is that Camille, Harry, and Leia, they go to this park... And then the main, I guess, antagonist of the whole series, Boar, shows up out of nowhere, shoots Leia twice. Camilla acts as if somehow that is a big deal. When it's so what do you obviously mean, it's so that's a big she's deal? She's wearing a bulletproof vest. Oh, okay. And you would think that Leia would at least tell Camilla that as all this is going on. But Camilla acts like Leia is dead. But no, of course, Boar ends up taking off to a different car. And then they, like, open up Leia's shirt. And yeah, she's wearing a bulletproof vest. She's completely fine. The storyline did absolutely nothing because then it goes back
0: to the mystery with very little talk about what the uh, what scene just happened. I th- I think you have to, like, because none of what you're saying doesn't, like, sounds terrible. It just sounds like something you'd see more in, like, NCIS or something. When you are dealing with characters that have been done a thousand times better than any other, like, USA show, Look, even. You, you just watched Deadlock, right? Yes. That's a detective show just like this one. It incorporates multiple genres. It's also got a female, two female leads no, there, no, right? No, no, no. It, that didn't have bad acting to it. That didn't have editing
1: that was just... Ridiculous and that didn't work at all and didn't have a storyline that was too jumbled. Well, how about, I mean, about Majorca
0: Files then? Because that had a similar thing.
1: Majorca Files is one of the things I haven't connected to, but I like Majorca Files because I felt like it knew exactly what it was trying to be. This show had no idea. It jumbled so many different genres and again ditches its main premise for a weird side storyline that doesn't even come back to play later on. Do you want on. to know
0: what its inspirations were? Sure. Okay, there's this 1970s action comedy called The, per- the Persuaders, which I didn't look up to much much there's la la land and also how is la la land even remotely compared to this i was hoping you could tell me (laughs) and then the last one was alfred hitchcock's to catch a thief which was actually filmed in cans Part of the reason that like it's called Cannes Confidential is because they got the rights to do so. They they filmed exclusively there. They got the mayor's uh, approval, David Lisnard, who apparently is a big deal in in Cannes. And the funny thing about that is he said that the reason he wanted to approve this show was not so that you could see the touristy locations, but stuff like that you wouldn't normally see. The seventy thousand people who actually live there full time, who would like have the normal towns, so it, it wouldn't be like the best of Europe, the fancy parts of Europe. I mean, that's uh,
1: only. I think that's only what they showed in this thing they so you, only show the attractions gritty
0: look at what cans could
1: be gritty do you want to know who the main person is that killed pascal because usually when you do a mystery you at least go to a couple different people and they investigate and then they figure out by the end by usually some shocking twist who it ends up being they only investigate one person this episode in yes. the fifth episode and that's who it is okay. and the only thing that they have to, to to stop them from arresting them for a majority of the episode is an alibi an alibi that ends up falling apart later, later on in the Episode. They try to use NFTs as the reason as to why George, who was Pascal's brother, ended up killing Pascal.
0: NFTs. That yeah. is something that was used in well, 2020 again, and 2021. It Their was time has shot passed. during COVID and so it's probably written during that time but you
1: have ramsey he's the tech and he's trying to explain what an nft is everyone knows what an nft is yes
0: but when he wrote it <laughs> nfts were exploding in value so it yes, like. yes
1: and that's the reason that george ended up killing pascal because apparently pascal had a ton of money from nfts yes wanted to release a tell all so article high. on his mom who apparently was mentally unstable right before they died uh-huh. and then they end up yeah they end up searching the house there's an un- i thought i did think this was cool there was an underground they kind of like parasite and barbarian it was a hidden room I, I thought that was interesting but when they went underneath the basement they ended up finding a laptop camilla and leia they are the people that are searching the house
0: So does camilla and leia do they have a relationship okay let me on? get to okay, i, so I promise i'll get yet. to that it'll be in the night it's well right you're yelling afterwards. so much that i just want to what make happened,
1: sure what happened what happened was Leia ends up taking the computer. She goes upstairs. Yeah. And then Camille is just kind of downstairs. And then George ends up, I guess, coming out of thin air. Because there was nowhere for him to be hiding in this room. But somehow he's down there. And then he gets knocked out by Harry, who for some reason is there as well. They tried to give him a reason. He was there to look at a necklace or something. I
0: assumed he would always be there with the other two. You would
1: think so. Yes. Yeah, but, but it seems like when they were touring the house and trying to find this hidden room, he was
0: there for no reason at all other than... Just, I no, guess I'm saying I, I thought that he'd always be accompanying Leia and Camille. Like, there's no reason why he wouldn't have been Yeah, there. I know. but they, You're, but you're he, acting like it's a surprise that he was there. He I'm was. Saying. They
1: were surprised to see him there. <laughs> he it. walks into a room and they're like, oh, you're here okay. <laughs> for no reason. And so after they end up arresting George, yeah, Camille and Leia, they have a kiss this episode and it's not just like a peck on the cheek. It's like a full-on makeout session. Yeah. But there was no sign of it throughout this episode This is supposed to be a all. love
0: triangle between Harry and Camille and Leia and Camille. And Leia isn't supposed to like Harry at all, from Can, what I understood. It, yeah, well, that, is, it, that's true. Is there a lot of, like, sarcastic, like, responses? and she All just, the time. Okay. It's, it's one of those shows that has one-liners. No, but she, she, like, adamantly... I want yet. to talk
1: about this Camille and Leia kiss. It came out of nowhere. There was nothing that was hinting at the entire episode. It seemed like there wasn't even a, a passionate moment shared between the two. And it seemed like in the next episode it didn't even matter because Camille and Harry end up having a non-date, but it really is a date, on a boat. And Leia ends up making out with one of the people that she's interviewing over a murder in the sixth episode. How so, does,
0: uh, wait, how does that work? How does she go from interviewing someone or interrogating someone in to making six, out? In the sixth episode things weird in france there's an there's an actress uh and her
1: actress's assistant ends up dying by perfume that's oh. how they end up <laughs> she dies by perfume and uh the person that died by perfume had a girlfriend apparently a girlfriend that leia knew it seemed like leia knew all three people the actress the assistant and the girlfriend and apparently Leia and the girlfriend used to have like an old flame gone and then yeah they end up making out when she's interviewing her about any possible person who might want to have killed uh who might want to kill her. I mean, like, I know that you said that you had
0: people that worked on this show, but do you know who the writers are? Because these writers... The writer is the same person who created the show whose name is chris murray they, they he's, he's written for like Summer murders or whatever that thing is the british show yeah
1: the characters in this are just they are so stereotypical how they find pascal's body in the fifth episode by the way is that there are two people live streaming they must be in their 30s the actual actors and but they're acting like they're supposed to be 20 the amount of times that they say bro the amount of idiocy that they like espout i just i didn't understand how this show was able to be made why acorn tv would have done it this way because i know that acorn tv is not one of these big channels but it just seemed like it was
0: so so blatantly bad so obviously bad well what confused me was that this is cans again and like the whole point of prestige and in the the ambiance that it's supposed to have around it and yet they go with such like a, a a very not a very novel concept um like you look at shows like castle where you have the one detective and then like kind of the villainish person who's also working with the detective right you got white collar same deal uh the the blacklist um in a way because you get the villain working with the, it that's it's just a cliche idea and it seems like they're just doing that here with harry almost with like the mentalist vibes but it wasn't even like harry was really that bad a villain it seemed like he was almost not a- not a villain but like just a super sarcastic kind of like psych where you just bring in someone who's not necessarily a police officer to add a fresh mind to it yeah But that's,
1: it didn't even seem like he, like, for example, the main thing about him is his daughter. His daughter at the very end of the fifth episode, it's literally the last scene. We see he looks at his phone and there's a video of his, I thought it was just an actress from a reveal that happens in the sixth episode. But it actually is his daughter saying that she needs help because Boar has captured her. And then the sixth episode, for some reason, very early on, we see, I guess, like kind of transition into the scene of that video So we're now in that setting and then Boar, again he's the main uh, villain in this series, says cut. And it doesn't so she's mean, working with Boar. So she yeah, she's working with Boar and then he gives her like two, I guess, really good concert tickets. And I thought that that was just an actress. Maybe Harry didn't know what his daughter looked like and just assumed that that was her. But no, it actually is her. And at the very end of the episode when Harry and her end up meeting, mm-hmm. they have like a reconnecting moment. But what was the point of his daughter working with Boar if it just seemed like they were actually going to end up making making up in the end? It didn't make
0: any sense. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I didn't expect to enjoy this because it's got a four point six on IMDb and the only like real review that from the sources that we normally look at was decider which said skip it.
1: I am shocked so. to hear
0: that this is the end of the season
1: though because it just ends up being that Eloise, the person who makes up makes out with Leia, the person who was also dating uh the person that died, the the actress's yes. assistant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was mad because apparently the assistant was cheating on her with the actress, so she ended up uh, poisoning her meal with allergies like peanuts and vinegar, yeah. which, she was, which she was mad about. I, I, I honestly, this show was just a huge question mark to
0: me. So just skip it. Yeah, alright. That's what we're basically telling people to do, is just skip it. I will say that I thought that maybe it would incorporate something to do with a heist because uh, there was the most, like, famous thing. First of all, remember when I brought up To Catch a Thief earlier, the uh, Alfred Hitchcock that was filmed in a famous hotel called the Carlton Intercontinental Hotel. And a few years ago, there was, like, this very infamous robbery that happened there. Uh, I think, like, gems were stolen and stuff. And did you know that the Pink Panthers actually exist? Like, the... There's an actual group out there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember 60 Minutes talked
1: about it. Yes. They said that they're like actually a really violent group, but people always think of them. The public perception is like cuddly because
0: of the pink Well, they're the ones that they think stole from the Carlton Intercontinental Hotel. Again, one of the biggest like international heists of all time. And so I thought, well, what better than to like kind of do a play on that? Well, I think that the heist that you're talking about was Philip, Camille's
1: dad, being in jail. That's probably what he was put in jail for. He, He was put in jail for corruption I thought but like maybe he was also stealing stuff at but, the okay. end of the sixth episode he's let out of jail so I'm assume- assuming he's been in there for the whole season and then Bora ends up shooting him and it's, it's shocking to me that again that's the season finale because it seemed like there was at least supposed to be
0: two more episodes that were released well originally when I read up on this From a few years ago, it did say that it was an eight-episode series, and then somewhere along the line, it became a six-episode series. So I I don't, I don't know. Aside from Harry meeting up with his daughter again, I don't see how
1: this really could leave that many fans of the TV series satisfied because it didn't seem like there was that
0: much of a storyline to begin with in the first place. Well, yeah, I mean, I still have some stuff on the actors, but other than that, the show itself, I didn't know what to expect as far as plot. I thought maybe it would be a procedural. I thought it might be like the other shows I pointed out, Castle, White Collar, The Blacklist. Um, they, they brought up Moonlighting, which was that Bruce Willis show from a really long time ago. The will they, won't they about that. Um, yeah. Who do you think that you want to see Camille get with, uh, in the end? Harry or? I said Harry was my favorite character. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently he took the role, um, (laughs) Jamie Bamber because his mom lives near Cairns. Oh, I mean, that's one of the reasons why. I <laughs> it's, just, it's a good thing they were able to get him because again, he was the best actor. Maybe in the whole show. start with casting, like, because they knew that this was going to be an English show, right? And a lot of people have criticized the fact that um, it, it, all these people are like speak French. And that normally in their normal lives, if, if this was happening, you would expect them to be speaking French, and right? And you can, yeah, and you can tell that they're struggling with the English. Yes, like why these people in Cannes would not be speaking French to one another just made no sense. And you would have watched it with subtitles and probably enjoyed it more because the acting would have been better. The acting would have been way better. Hmm. Whether it's the heavy accents from the cast that sometimes make it indecipherable,
1: the cheap, boring, pet dialogue that each character has, or the jumbled and oftentimes confusing
0: storylines.
1: Cannes Confidential, 3 out of 10. <laughs>
0: okay, yeah. All right, well, I'll end it on this note. So So, as I said, Shime was like a big deal. And so is uh, Lucy Lucas, but for different reasons. But both appeared on Dancing with the Stars, but the French version. (laughs) And Shime actually won, I think, like the second season and then started coming back as like uh, one of the hosts or the um, the, what, what are they called? The judges. Was she a fan favorite? That's usually how that works. No, I mean, like she's a famous, famous singer. So I think she's like the Shakira of over there. And then Lucy Lucas actually joined, I think, for the 11th season of their Dancing with the Stars, but then was like voted out pretty early. Uh, it's weird because her other show, which is still going strong after 13 years, I think she was playing a 16-year-old when it started, but she's 37 <laughs> now, so I guess they must have done time jumps. And if you could look at the cast, there's not a lot of people uh, who've stuck around. They've even the been cast time, members. Yeah. So then maybe maybe that's a show we should look into, the Clem show. Because uh, in, in cans at least, uh, it was Googled more than like Game of Thrones and um, and Walking Dead back in 2015 oh during God. that year. Wow. So it's, it's big there. I you know? know I would compare this also to-
1: panhandle that was a show we did last year the uh the mystery show and then elementary as well just because of the gender dynamic but i i seriously think you could watch any other procedural
0: and you'll like it way more <laughs> all right well thanks for listening we'll see you on the next episode hope you enjoyed this one bye bye